Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies. So we're going to do something a little bit different. We're actually going to be talking about relationships. We're going to do it in a three-part series because what we found is we start telling stories sometimes and we can't fit everything we want into one podcast. So this is going to be a three-part series. If you're in our Facebook group, you have seen this. If not, then you need to go to it. So it's The Confident Woman on Facebook. And we did a poll and we found out a lot of people, what they're struggling with is either loneliness, their relationships, specifically because of COVID as well. People were more isolated. The underlying theme was loneliness. So we decided that we would take time and just kind of talk about our relationships and how they developed, where they started. No relationship is perfect. So we're going to go through just kind of start to finish. And hopefully through these three episodes, you can get a lot of nuggets on how to be your own damn best friend like yourself and then cultivate those relationships, the process of that without losing yourself in your relationship. So this is going to be fun. Yes, (laughs) I am pumped. Because this is actually a huge lesson that I learned. I think I, like many women, I just felt like I was on this, like time was ticking and I hadn't checked all the boxes by a certain age. And I'm not originally from Columbus, Ohio. I'm, I'm from Buffalo, New York. And so when I first moved to Columbus, I was in my 20s and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I already graduated college and I'm supposed to be like marrying my sweetheart of some sort. And I didn't know anything about Columbus and I just felt really isolated and alone. So I can definitely relate to this topic at that time. And I was just in, I think for me, looking back at it, I I didn't even know who I was. And so it was a lot of going to work and coming home and just feeling really, really isolated, feeling really lonely, feeling really like depressed in a sense. I missed my family. I missed my friends. I missed my life. And it was hard to really transition, especially being new in an area. So occasionally I would meet some other coworkers or, you know, go out with some other people I'd meet here and there. And I almost, to fill that void of loneliness, I was like almost desperate to like, just meet somebody. Yeah. So anytime, you know, a guy showed an interest, I was just like, oh, you know, is, is he the one? And, and you know, it's, <laughs> it, and it's almost like, I just kept chasing after that in that, right. that period of my life. And it's like, Every time it would come back empty handed, you know, like it didn't pan out or, you know, it just, we weren't compatible or maybe the dates didn't even work out. Whatever the case may have been, it just keeps dinging on you and you feel even more rejected and more alone and more isolated. So I think at that time, looking back, I knew I didn't know myself. That was, that was totally 100%. And I think that's normal for many of us is that part of life is finding who you are. So I started to like let go of that idea indirectly because I didn't even know that term and didn't know anything about it. But yeah. I had already planned on moving from Columbus, Ohio. So to me, I've already detached. I'm like, okay, this is a boss. I'm out of here in 10 months. And as soon as I let go of having to find somebody, I didn't know it at the time, but in walked this guy at my mm-hmm. store. And I was just like, damn, you're so cute. No, I'm kidding. Dang, who's he? <laughs> right. But I was just like, huh. right. I've never seen that guy before. So <laughs> I got I got busted staring at him. And this is so not me. And we ended up 
it, it turned out that he was actually a vendor for one of my stores. This was his first time servicing that store. So, you know, it was just kind of awkward and weird. And then we <laughs> ended up having a first date and it turned out really, really well. And I was just like, well, I'm out of here in 10 months. So I didn't know what 10 months would turn into, but here we are 15 years later. Sorry, 16, babe. Yeah. And so 16 years. Yeah, um, just about 16. So here we are. And now looking back at it, I see where all the the like silver linings are and how much growth I had to overcome. And we're going to talk a lot about that over the three-part series that we're going to roll out because it's really not about finding the right person and being intentional to go like hunt that person down. It really is about finding who you are and letting go of any expectations. And, you know, even then, like I said, almost 16 years ago, when we had first met, we were two different people. So throughout this whole journey, it really is about becoming your best friend, whether you're in a marriage, whether you're single, whether you're dating, divorced, whatever it may be in any relationship, that if you don't love and respect yourself, that translates and other people will not love and respect you as that individual. Because no matter how much love and acceptance that you have for yourself, that is the level and threshold that you are willing to accept from somebody else. So if you want that love from this underlying love, this intimacy, this relationship, whatever it may be, you really need to pour that into you. And we're going to talk further about that later. But you know, it's just some really cool stuff that Aaron and I had been talking about over these past couple of weeks of like really how to step up and serve more um, you know, from our community to our listeners to just women in general. And this is what we feel like is a topic that either you guys can listen to us for like four hours talk about, which we're not, we're going to value your time. So we're going to break this up into bite-sized pieces. I mean, I would like talking to myself for four hours, but I do. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think that's important to like, just realizing you're a different person and looking back and like those lessons that we had to learn. So when you're at a point and you're looking back and you see those lessons, it's like, oh, uh-huh, that's why this had to happen or this is why I went through this shitty relationship or whatever. But at the time that you're going through it, it can suck. <laughs> so many things like remember and keep in mind. And I know like similar to Rachel is kind of like the same thing. Like if I was in, when I was in high school, if you would have asked me, it would have been no question that like by like 26, 27, I'd be married to kids all American dream kind of thing. You know what I mean? So checking those boxes off, you know, like you said, on that time frame, I definitely thought that as well. And just life takes direct, different directions sometimes. And my story real quick, I just went, I started moving around a lot when I was 20 years old is when I started my entrepreneurial journey and moved around throughout the Midwest, moving from place to place to place. So that was kind of hard to have relationships the last when you're moving all the time too. But I remember getting to a point where I thought that that was my trade-off. It was like, I remember being my late 20s. I remember everything about it specifically, like in my kitchen, bawling my eyes out, talking to my mom, thinking like that was my trade-off because I wanted to work so hard on my business and do all that kind of stuff that I missed my window. Like I missed my time to meet the right guy. And that's total bullshit. So there's no time frame or window. But that's just kind of where I was at when I was thinking of at the time. So a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about in this series is things that like probably A, things that we wish we would have known at the time (laughs) and B, just things that are very helpful to understand and things that help you kind of grow closer to yourself. Because like Rachel said, like it's weird to think about when you are young. 
when I say young, I mean like even young 20s, like you think you know everything. You think you know who you are. You think you know all this kind of stuff. And you do to an extent if you're very self-aware and you've been working on yourself a long time. But I think that's not the majority of young 20-year-olds. <laughs> so it's a lot. It's a lot of spending time with yourself and learning those things and then understanding why it didn't work in different relationships, which we'll talk about later. But I definitely was the kind of person that was like, I will make this relationship work or die trying. And like probably almost came close to dying trying to make them work. So I had to learn to be my own damn best friend. And that's kind of like our first, what we want to talk about first, because I think that's the first step. Obviously, we're going to go through a lot of these different steps and whatever and about relationships and dive into this deeper. But I think until you understand, first of all, that you need to exactly what Rachel said, have that love and respect for yourself, you're not going to find it in anyone else. Sorry, spoiler alert, that's not going to happen. Like you aren't going to meet someone who's going to magically, which again, Rachel, let me get your opinion on this. Cause I always hated this cliche, the whole, like, you need to find somebody that completes you. Jerry Maguire is full of shit. That's bullshit. <laughs> you complete your own damn self. Right. Is from? <laughs> it is. It is. And uh, the whole completing thing is that it's not for any relationship. You need to come to the relationship party as 100% you. And that person needs to come as 100% them. And that makes the 100% as a unit a whole. So if you're coming at 50% and that person 50%, you're still only half operating. So that's almost like a, a broken system. And, you know, it's a looking back at these, you know, did I come to the relationship 100%? Maybe I was 100% of my broken system. I don't know. But take this time and really refine you and and allow that in this time or this pandemic that we're in. I think for me personally, when I look back at my journey and, you know, and I've been in some really, really, really dark places and I know the loneliness that, that if I felt then and not being able to leave my house I can't imagine what somebody's going through right now. But for you know, taking advantage of this opportunity with time, use that for self-discovery. Find yeah. out so much about yourself. Like by the end of this pandemic, you know, hopefully it's soon, but you should be so madly in love with yourself. It's yeah. ridiculous because if you don't value and and respect yourself, there is not another human being out here on this earth that will do that job for you. And so whatever you're willing to accept in that, that's, you know, we see so many broken relationships and broken marriages and broken hearts here and there, but it really does come down to what you value and respect. And looking back at it, like I said, I mean, my mother was right. You have to be your own best friend first before you can be someone else's. And as a kid, I hate when moms are right. Right. You hear this stuff and you're just like, whatever, mom, just, you don't know. But you look back and you're like, damn, mom, you're so right. And I don't show she'll probably hear this episode and be like, yeah, I know, told you so. But, (laughs) you know, and and it's funny because we take this advice and I'm hoping that this is the advice that we can give to you who's listening, who actually needs it, but to hear us. And we've been on both sides of that. And I mean, I've had heartache after heartache, but it's like looking back at it, I'm glad that those relationships didn't work out. Because who knows where I would have been for that growth. And maybe I would have just settled for the sake of checking that box so I can live this American dream of carting my kids around to to soccer games because I settled in that sense. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but that wasn't my dream. And and that wasn't my husband-to-be at the time had I just said yes. Right. And had I, you know, you have to be patient because your time is coming when it's right. And 
I think if we're looking to expedite that time, expedite your personal growth. Yeah, exactly. Work on yourself first and then it'll come faster. And find that validation, I guess, in yourself too. I think a lot of women seek validation through men and like having somebody settling in those places. I know. And, and it's almost like, I don't know the word and I don't know why we feel like we need to like have somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it's nice, but it's, it's not a, a need at all the time. Like some of the happiest people I know are single people, but even not just being single, like, like just understanding that what, how am I trying to word this? Like, this is where I need Rachel's brain to take all like the whole like spaghetti inside right. my brain that's meshing right. up all and my so, thoughts and come out in your words. But like, right. just kind of like seeking that validation and approval, approval from yourself of who you are before, especially like you ever see like how women, when they start dating somebody, they almost kind of like adapt to their, be- their boyfriend's behaviors and like start liking that kind of music and that kind of movie. You know what I mean? They totally like lose their selves in who they were because they're trying so hard to like be like this person. I feel like now is the time to like really get to know yourself and validate yourself and what you like, your that kind of stuff so that so that you don't have to be a chameleon with somebody else and be your own person. Because when you're your own person and you like yourself and that next person that and that person that you meet is meeting you. They're meeting you. They're not they don't want to hang out with themselves or a girl version of themselves. Like they are going to like you for you. So you don't right. need to change who you are. Yeah, exactly. And that, you know, going back to what you had just said, I think I'm going to try to untangle that mess that you Okay, were. yeah, please. <laughs> I think what you were saying is when you're in that single, the most happiest people are single. Is That's what you were kind of alluding there. Yeah. And what you mean by that is that they're so confident in who they are, that they are their best friend, that they don't need somebody to complete them. And that's where- I need you apparently to complete me. <laughs> I complete sentences. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and it's cool to have these kind of relationships, but, you know, where that person knows that having a significant other isn't a defining moment, although it is great to have a best friend, and that should be you. And when you do meet your partner, they should become your best friend, somebody you can really, you know, you've already built yourself in your life in that sense, that now this person is somebody you get to share it with. They shouldn't yeah. have to bring you into their life where you adapt and like you would say, listen to music or watch a, a sports game or something like that, where you start becoming that person. Because along the lines, like the more you continue that path and you're invested in that relationship, eventually you will find yourself and that's not fair to that person who believed that you were somebody else at the beginning. And so eventually you're doing more damage than you are good by not knowing who you are and not becoming your best self or your best friend, because you will find yourself. It's just a matter of time. And hopefully Mm -hmm. you find it now that you have time. Yeah. Now's the time. Right. You're hanging out with a lot of yourself. So So you got to become your own best friend because you better bet. Like, I mean, me, when I have this People ask me, what are you doing with yourself? Like all this time, aren't you going crazy? I'm like, I absolutely love being with me. Like, I, I mean, if I could have like 20 of me, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd have a party. And, and, you know, and I don't say that with like arrogance or confidence. It's like, I really did that inner work to really, really love and respect myself. And it, it was not easy. Like if yeah. you, I mean, Erin, you read my book, you've, you've recognized mm-hmm. these things. And, and that's just, you know, right. 190 pages of my life. That's not my life. My whole life, right. Right. And so when you, when you get to that point, it's so freeing to know being so sound and so confident in who you are that what other people say about you doesn't matter. What 
what my husband has to say about me doesn't matter because we're our, we are two individuals in this marriage. Even though we're married and we're, we're as one, but we are, I am Rachel and he is Chuck. We can't yeah. lose ourselves. When you lose yourself, you find yourself. And then we'll talk further about that throughout the series is that you should never give up your identity. Yeah. To become, you know, just, just to check that box because you feel time is ticking. And if that's what you feel, ask yourself, whose clock are you on? Who set that timer for you? Get your own damn watch with your face on it that has your time on it. Right. Um, I think one last thing too, before we wrap up this one though, is I think like, okay, pandemic, people are at home more, you're lonely, all this kind of stuff. So a lot of people, I think they looked at social media as like a friend <laughs> and it's not, it can be your friend, but it also cannot be. I think like if you're constantly like, We've talked about this before, how social, it's just your highlight reel. You're seeing happy couples. You're seeing this, you're seeing whatever. Um, and you're at home by yourself, comparing yourself, thinking, oh my gosh, everyone has somebody but me. Um, I just think like sometimes you dig yourself a digger, a bigger hit when you're putting yourself in those situations to see other people or whatever, like give yourself a break. And like, you don't always have to constantly be on, like when you're home by yourself, social media is nice because yes, it's an outlet to the world. You can connect with other people so you don't feel lonely. But again, like you're probably comparing yourself more than ever before because you're at home by yourself, looking at all this happiness, happy couple, all that kind of stuff that you see. So number one, don't believe everything you see on social media. Like you don't know what's going on in people's life if they're really happy just because they have a boyfriend or girlfriend or not. <laughs> um, you don't know that. I think sometimes it seems like it's the answer, but it's the problem. Sometimes it's amplifying everything and making it so much louder than it really needs to be for where you are on your journey to discover yourself and get to know yourself. You're getting to know yourself. So who cares about Nancy from Wisconsin? You know, like quit getting so involved in other people's lives, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And worry yeah. about your life and getting to know you. Right. You have to water your own yard. So, and like you said, I mean, highlight reels across social media, you don't know what happens behind the scenes. And so when we're in that low place, something, you know, we look at other things as an outlet or there's a distraction and social media is just so convenient and it paints this picture of what we're supposed to be doing. And it's a, it's a frenemy. There's good and there's bad to social media, but you have to ask yourself, why are you looking at this? Are you really feeding into like why you're so lonely and feeding into these beliefs that you're, you have about yourself? I mean, for companionship, get a pet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I lived alone and my best friend before I became my best friend was my cat. Yeah. Like he really was, but it was just, you know, you have somebody that's there with you and work on that pet will still give you love because that's that's what pets do. I said, I love that. Get a pet because I was like the complete opposite to the point where I'm such an extreme extrovert that I was like drowning myself in rec sports. Like it was like volleyball or stuff, like a rec sport every night, little eat, every night just to be around people, like all that kind of stuff that I never really spent a lot of time with myself anyway. So I was always looking for that, like just having to be, you know what I mean? To like feel connection. good. Right, yeah. Be, yeah, so, so I didn't get a pet. I just joined every rec league. So there's two different things we did. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not so much an extrovert like you. I was kind of content with going home with my box wine and my cat. But, Sounds good. But sometimes now, I wanted I like to that. share my box wine and, and the love <laughs> I had for my cat. Please someone drink wine and pet my cat. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, I mean, it's all part of the journey and it really is. And it's like when you come out of it on the other side, you're going to look back at your younger self and just be like, girl, you made it. Like, 
we, yeah. you know, we are, you know, your old self and your new self here. We are badass and we're confident and we are our own best friends. And we can be, you know, when, when two come become one in the one, you become that unstoppable person that you're looking to be. So yeah. don't stress and worry about the loneliness of a relationship because that will come when you do the inner work. Exactly. And then when it does happen, you don't have to worry about all the bullshit because it'll be a good relationship because right. you'll be at a space to receive it. So fun. So we're going to do, um, again, this is part of a series, so keep listening. So this will be back to back. So we'll do, you know, share in the next few episodes. You'll want to listen because we're going to talk about kind of our personal stories, how we met our husbands, where we were at in life when we met them. And I also, as, as you know, we're like what we say all the time, real and raw and transparent. So we have stories about our relationship. You go stroll my social media page, it'll look like I have the best damn marriage in the world, which I have a pretty damn good one, but none of them are perfect. So we'll talk about struggles that I've had with relationships and same with Rachel as well. Not even just our are we just going to do just our marriages or all relationships? Because good God, that could be a long time. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we can, well, if, since we're on the topic of loneliness and relationships, yeah. I think we can, you know, we can actually keep this series going, which I think for our listeners, if this is something you find valuable, by all means, let us know because relationships trickle everywhere. It all starts with you, then, you know, into your your intimate relationships, your, you know, friend relationships, relationships with siblings, family, whatever it may be. Yeah but it all starts with you. So this is why we're kickstarting this series with really becoming your own best friend because how you show up for yourself is how you're going to show up for others. And you attract that. So if you want people to see, be different and change their lives and do all these things that like, you know, you wish maybe your mom wasn't so mean or your brother wasn't a jerk or your husband would treat you better, all these things, right? Check yourself. Check yourself. Starts with you for sure. So again, leave you guys all with my mother's quote. You have to be your own best friend first before you can be someone else's. Thank you, Mrs. Croyle. (laughs) (laughs) No, you had the whole name butchered, but it's, it's. Dang it, Coyle. Yes, my mom. I know you're mixing, mixing our names up. Thank you, Mrs. (laughs) Coyle. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, we will be back with another episode. So stay tuned. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.